Hello and welcome back to a Crypto.com Arena version of the Warriors All 82 podcast. Marcus Thompson, is this your first time in crypto? This is. This is my first time. I wanted to see walk to commemorate the moment, but I forgot. Thanks for reminding me. I might get it on, get it in on my way out of here. Yeah, I was going to say, you still got time, sir. We're right. sitting here courtside after a spirited Laker win. The Lakers needed this one. Oh, man. Couldn't you tell? Yeah. They like they 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 smelt it. They were like, "Oh, this is, LeBron was like, this is our chance to get one. Let's get it." I thought he was just like going for buckets. And he looked, was, and it looked up was like, "Yo, we could win this thing." <laughs> that's a bad. That's a bad Warriors loss though. That yeah. might be the worst one because it's not even against a good team. Yeah, nah, it's not teams that that has been getting blasted lately. Every game that came out, um, you know, LeBron obviously was great uh tonight and 56 and a lot of it was just kind of individual greatness i mean you know he to me the game really flipped when he went three 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 remember that 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 those three in a row and you know sometimes i think there's they they probably could have doubled a bit harder at times late just like they could have doubled a little bit a little bit harder Uh, luca and dallas Steph even thought so um but generally i mean look if lebron's hitting those like you know 29 footers like that's tough but a lot of Warriors issues to talk about. Uh, and 2-8 and eight now in the last 10. And they are now the third seed. And it's going to be 2-9. <laughs> well, you know, I guess we can't say that. They got to play the games, but... They went into San Antonio with this squad and won. This ain't San Antonio. <laughs> this is not San Antonio. I, I do... Yeah, there are a lot of issues. Uh, I think an important one was that, you know, Steph is clearly not happy, you know, and... You know he he's he's uh you don't you don't hear him get very kind of pessimistic often or down often right he's normally the guy putting the positive spin on it but tonight you could tell this one this one was bothersome because they're better than the Lakers they controlled the game you know obviously you know they had a had a nice lead but they just kept doing stuff to keep them in the game uh, they're just they have a lot of dudes not playing well at the same time and that's. That is problematic, especially when, you know, you don't have a very integral player in Draymond. Well, let's go through them. Uh, and I think it starts with Clay Thompson. You know, it's uh, he is supposed to be their third best player. And really with Draymond out, he's supposed to be their second best player. He is slumping. Um, I, you know, I do think this recent sickness that included, you know, raging headache and, you know, he's in his uh, house for, for five days. That, that probably threw him off. It did. It's created some rust. But now he seems to be pressing tonight. He, you know, he had a wide open three with about 90 seconds wide left. Wide open. Right. And he, you could even just tell in the way he, like, stopped. Like, he was hesitating. Like, Clay Thompson hesitating on a monster wide open three in clutch time. And when he's putting it up, I don't know where you're, what you're sitting there thinking, but I'm like, I think he's going to miss this. And when's it, when have you thought that about Clay Thompson? I think the bigger issue to me is that he's trying to solve it by putting his head down and going to get buckets. And it's like, this is what Clay can't do. And the two, he did it twice tonight where it was like he drove with the intent of making a defense move and kicking it. like, And he ended up getting two assists out of it. But most of the time, he's faking. He's like, I'm going one-on-one. He, he doesn't have the first step, so he's not beating the guy. Then he's trying to spin. Then he's trying to get to the little one foot. He gotta stop. He's got to stop all that. Like, all that's got to go. He's just not a shot creator right now, especially not against small lineups and quick defenders. 
that he just he that to me is the biggest part is in his mind he's like man i'm clay mother thompson you know what i'm saying like i got this bucket but his game is like hey man you right now need to relax play within the offense think the game through instead of trying to put your head down and go like it's game six clay still but I just – I'm not sure that's going to be solved because I guarantee tonight he's thinking, like, next game I got to come out and show him that this – you know, he's not like, I need to ease up a little bit. Hey, that might be the worst thing if he does, like, go off, you know what I'm saying, the next game. It's like, I told you I was back, but – Well, you know, the he's also getting picked on defensively at times. Uh, you know, LeBron, like, searched him out a few times. You never typically, you know, in the past you used to see somebody search Clay Thompson out on a switch. Um, so that's happening. Russ was doing it too. Yeah. It's, that's tough. Yeah, that, to me, the shot I'm not as concerned about because you know, like this isn't his first two games back, and you're like, oh, is this who he is now? Like we saw a month, like he was shooting well for about a month, including the, they played the Lakers in Chase, and he was the best player. I mean, he scored 33, closed it down. I think he had like 18 in the fourth. Like he'll, he's not going to shoot this poorly, um, but you know. I, I think he's going to be streakier. I mean, he used to be. He always has been streaky, but I don't know. To, to me, the fact that I, you also can't really rely on him very much on the defensive end right now, I mean, that makes him like a, a no-way player basically tonight. Yeah, to me, if he it, – it, like he should be looking for Steph. He should be looking for guys and kind of waiting for his shots to come. I think that was the key – in the Lakers game. Like, these were catch and shoot. These were transition. It wasn't. I'm about to take you on the dribble. To me, that's just the major part. He just got to change his mind that he's not he's not yet the guy who left in 2019. And it, I just don't know. Like, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you tell Clay Thompson that. There was a moment there, and I was wondering if he was going to do it, when Poole was clearly rolling, and Clay's on a bench, and it's like, Last time you saw Poole out in the office disappear, do you do it again? And he ended up taking him. He ended up doing it, sitting Poole. And I saw Andre Iguodala go immediately over and stand over Poole, and he was saying something. But you know, then he brings Poole back in for Otto Porter, right? Who, who's another guy struggling? But it, it was it was close there. If he would have, if Clay would have sat the fourth quarter, it would have been justified that situation. But how do you do that to Clay Thompson? That's that's the tough part. Yeah, I mean, that. let's say Draymond Green is back, and, you know, that's Draymond Green instead of Otto Porter. That decision would have had to be made tonight. And, like, honestly, when, you know, I, there's probably going to be games, especially, you know, look, pool's hot and cold, too. Pool can have bad games. But on a night like if this night is happening in game two of the playoffs, he should play Jordan Poole. Because we know with Poole, like, when he has it going early, like, he typically – like, he's got it going that night, and he's usually great throughout. And he – you know, he, he's <laughs> – I don't want to say the best player the last two games. I mean, Curry still exists and everything he does to a defense. But, like, Jordan Poole is one of the guys we suddenly don't have to talk about in the struggling camp. Yeah, and especially when he makes them early, it just really does wonders for his drive. Because now that little hezzy step back, the little herky-jerk, it really works after he hits a couple. Uh, so, you know, you saw him get into the cup. Like, he got the one-and-one, one, right? He, he he got the foul at the rim, which the Warriors weren't getting to me, this is just – Kurt's going to have to work his magic on this, right? He's just going to have to manage the situation because before it was like, hey, man, you're not playing defense. You're going to keep you in your same role. It's like at some point he's going to earn the final – the, the end-of-game minutes. And he did tonight, but 
that you're just gonna have to manage. Yeah, if Draymond's there, it's gonna be a tough call. I don't, I don't know what you do. Maybe it's Andrew Wiggins. You know, at least get some free throw shooters on the court. (laughs) Like, should we we go there? Like that. If he's playing like that, it's you just you can't you can't sit the guy. You just can't do it. I agree, but it's difficult. You know, when we talk about lineup combinations, because you know, as, as as you know uninspired as Wiggins has been lately really since the start of February LeBron's going off you don't want to take your best potential LeBron defender and then suddenly pool and clay who's not defending there you got you got that guy but yeah you're right you just create a chain reaction where at some point pool's got to guard somebody especially if clay is not the defender he used to be but he's not then Then it can't really be Wiggins. Then you're really talking about Clay. I mean, it's what you're really unless Clay's hot. But then you wouldn't. You would keep pulling the bench if Clay's hot. But but the thing that Clay does, especially this is why to me it's important that he just changed how he approaches the games. You still got to cover the guy. Yeah. It's still a threat. It's still the space. You know what I'm saying? It's still a spacing. And we've watched teams say, "Hey, man." Kaminga, Moody, Wiggins, you want to have at it, right? They don't really do that with Clay, So you still – he still has value on the floor for that, and that's especially important for Steph. But they, they just got a lot of dudes not <laughs> playing well right now. And it, it's usually as – you, as you said, as we were setting up for this pod, it's the veterans. It's the, it's the yeah, OGs. Yeah, okay, you know, I wanted to get to Wiggins, but maybe we'll talk about him after. Uh, Otto Porter – is not shooting the ball well. He's stiff, or he's not getting. Remember when he was like, "Oh, what a rebounder Otto Porter is!" Like, do you remember like some rugged rebound he had tonight? Not really. I the opposite of that. Yeah, <laughs> I saw him not get the big rebound tonight. Bielitsa, who's in like you know he. These are the two veteran minimums. We you know it seemed like they hit on Porter. It definitely did. Bielitsa faded early in the season, but but Bielitsa has struggled to the point that he's. Hold on, man. Porter had ten rebounds, man. But there weren't yeah, big weren't, ones. Weren't. And let me tell you, I think one of the biggest issues tonight was the Lakers' offensive rebounding in bad moments. Like yeah. they, And it was, like, really poor boxing out. Like, you know, Kaminga, some of the young guys were at fault for that. But Bielitsa, again, as we – you know, if you're mentioning some of these offseason veteran minimum signings, he's struggled to the point that he does he gets a DMP tonight um, and probably should in, in most games moving forward. I, Five offensive rebounds for the Lakers in the fourth quarter. Five, yeah, seven total rebounds for the Warriors in the fourth quarter. That's that's a big deal. That's a big deal. Yeah, and, you know, Porter had a wide-open shot. Steph drives, kicks it. He was making that. When they were number one in the West, Otto Porter was making that shot. Now that they're scuffling, he's not making that shot. You know, that's a big deal. And maybe... You know, this is regression to the mean, right? All these guys look really good at a time. And, you know, this is, all right, you're getting back to who you are, and maybe it's somewhere in between. The problem is it's all happening at once. That's the problem. It's They were all great at once, and now they're collectively bad at once. So we, we're getting a full pendulum swing, swing from what we saw earlier. Damian Lee, DMP tonight because Moses Moody. You know, I think Moses Moody has forced his way more into the mix. He has, um, but that's also notable. Andre Iguodala, who I was just seeing on the other side of the arena, um, he should be like he could help a lot. And I've like he's been doing workouts three on three. Like I think they got to get him back in line. I understand the need to preserve, but I think come Tuesday, I think it's Tuesday, uh, he's got to play. I think, and I think he's getting near. Yeah, it's 
Well, he solves some issues. He does solve some issues, and that might be a little different for LeBron if Iguodala's out there, right? Not that, you know, obviously LeBron can still do what he does, but it, there was just stretches where he looked like he was playing against high school dudes, right? Like, I mean, and they all did it. They all, to me, one of the major issues that you see outside of Draymond, and Draymond is a backstop on a lot of that stuff, is these dudes are like, man, I'm getting to the cup, and you're not going to stop me. I mean, you can see Russ rocking the baby on pool, right? You got LeBron coming down at will. Melo, like, let's get let's get it. Everybody just, like, putting their head down. Saw Spencer did what he do it. We saw Luka do it. Obviously, Jokic did it before, before the break. Guys were just like, man, y'all not guarding me, period. You're not guarding me. And they are playing guys who just having a problem at point of attack. And the guys who can guard point of attack, Iguodala, Gary Payton, Draymond Green are 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 the guys you're giving up offense to play, you know. So that's that's kind of the difficulty of it. But but they just you got at some point you got to be able to guard a guy. You got to be able to hold a guy. You know what's not happening on the other end? The Warriors aren't getting to the front of the rim at will, <laughs> right? There's no shot blocker in for the Lakers, but they're not. I mean, Ooh, you saw uh, Pool Steph got a couple times, but they just don't have like they don't have dudes who are like, man, I'm putting my head down, I'm getting here. And that's a big deal. You can't you can't do anything if you can't guard anybody. You got to be able to guard somebody. Andrew Wiggins, uh, ha- what did he finish with tonight, points wise? He finished with fourteen points on fifteen shots. Andrew Wiggins has not scored twenty in a game since January. Andrew Wiggins is nine of twenty three from the free throw line since the start of February. He's just been really, really quiet, consistently quiet offensively and uh and also i don't think he's been necessarily as good defense like when he's had his peak moments for the warriors you know two-way wiggins he's been much better defensively he's just they need they need many things to happen but you know when we talk about second third fourth best players whatever and and clay's issues wiggins probably should be their third best player he was all-star starter uh he's just got to play much better i mean he has to they don't really have any other options at this point right um this is this is paramount, right? Like the season in many ways is hinging on Wiggins being a decent basketball player. Right? Like better than decent. Yeah, I mean I was trying to give him a break, but <laughs> yeah. Because yeah, no, he needs say, to be good. He look, be if good. he was a twelve million dollar wing who like he would be he's been playing like a twelve million you know, an eight million to twelve million dollar wing. Yeah. But they need him I don't know, he don't need to be thirty three million, but he needs to be 25 million. You know, he needs to have a much larger impact. I think on the he game. does. I think he does. Uh, to me, he has to. Like, if he just sold out and guarded his man, like, if he just sort of, like, I'm going to lock a guy down, that's, to me, that, that would be a win. But he's not like, he's taking more mid range jumpers, he's, he's going back to a lot of old habits. And for some reason, I don't know what's going on with his free throws. Like, I don't, I don't know what this is. Like, yeah, he he just hasn't been. He hasn't he's a been seventy-two percent career three, yeah, this free throws. Bad. This this is pretty bad. You just know he's not making two. You know he's not making two. When he steps to the line, he's not making two. You you just you just know that. So, like he he's taking bad shots at bad times. Like, you could just see those moments. Like this fourth quarter, to me, a big deal. I'm right about this is the fourth quarters for them. They just 
they just become a very mar- like pedestrian team in the fourth quarter. They become very mediocre in the fourth quarter. And I think Wiggins is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, Kaminga hasn't been as good lately. You know, I thought he had an okay game tonight, yet there was a bunch of mistakes. I didn't. I know they didn't like a shot selection tonight. Hey, man, he hit a couple big threes, though. He At, at least a few. He did. At least a few of the rebounds, the Laker offensive rebounds, you look over at the bench and, like, two coaches are, like, telling Kaminga, hey, you know, box out. you got to remember yeah. to box out. So there's a lot of that. Kerr said pregame he felt there has been somewhat of a Kaminga regression, not running the floor as hard, not diving to the rim as often, kind of floating out on the perimeter, taking threes. Now, like you said, he actually hit a couple tonight. So this isn't a night to, uh, you know, get on Kaminga necessarily. But, you know, as you are looking at what we thought was a really deep roster – it's uh, it's thinned out quick. Yeah, and the decision making down the stretch is weird. Like the you know the rotations, like they to not have that stuff figured out is tough, right? I mean, they just have a lot of stuff to figure out for eighteen games left, yeah. right? Like this this is March, right? This is when you normally like, all right, we got our guys, here we go, and yeah, it, it's just weird. I'm I'm looking at this. They, three for eleven from three in the fourth quarter. It's like, what are you guys doing? You just chucking threes. You bad just, ones late. Yeah, Steph among them. Steph took some yeah, bad Steph, ones. Steph, he didn't get the foul call, turned it over, and he came back and he just took a frustration to be like, Airball. you can't do that. Yeah, you can't do that. And it never, it without fail, if they're down by more than two points, two minutes left, one minute, the three is going up. Like, you just know this with him. Like, they're not saying, let's elongate the game. Let's get the easy shot. It's like, all right, let's hurry up and try to. Let's make it all back right here. Really? Like, the Lakers played kind of poorly. Like besides LeBron, like, Westbrook gave away a few possessions. Six fourth quarter turnovers, though. Remember the eight-second violation? Yeah, but yeah. then right after that, they the Warriors just chucked the inbound to them for an alley-oop. Ooh, like, yeah. I don't What was that? Steph was right there. He's, like, calling for the ball. He didn't want to throw it. So he tries to – yeah, that was that was bad. Yeah, there's just – yeah, they wasted a bunch of possessions late. Uh, the Warriors are not bringing Steph, Clay, and Andrew Wiggins to Denver. This has long been planned um, for them. And despite the fact that they're 2-8 and eight in their last 10, 0-3 on this road trip, they are not chasing down that win. They they think this rest is, is more important. And generally, as Steph said postgame, he does not care about seeding. Uh, I do yeah, think seating's out the window now. They're, they're, uh, they can't think about that. Yeah, I mean, well, they, they might need to worry about four, yeah, exactly. uh, to be honest. No, I'm but. just saying, even if it's four, it, like, it doesn't matter. Like, they have to play well. Yeah. And so it don't matter what position, what seed they're in. They get, if they keep the two seed and they play like this, they're going down. And it's probably better to lose as a four seed in the first round than, <laughs> than the two. To lose to the Timberwolves. Yeah, right. That'd be, that'd With Cat just roaring to the Target Center crowd. Probably better off getting taken, getting taken out by the, the Nuggets or something. Like, yeah. All right, Marcus, appreciate you coming on. Uh, and I will not probably not do a podcast after the Nuggets game Monday night. They play at home Tuesday night against the Clippers with a rested core. That feels like a big game. You assume they're going to lose to Denver. We'll see. But it feels like they need to make somewhat of a statement that this isn't how it's going to be Tuesday. Clippers and Chase Center. We will talk to you then.